0: Father God, we thank you once again for this series and what you have in your heart. I'm praying that your presence will overshadow all we will see in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining me on the Women in Revival podcast. I'm praying that you will find this series a blessing. On Women in Revival podcast this time, we're looking at Cause God and Die Um I know there are quite a lot of us going through various challenges and difficulties. We are going through various difficult situations and circumstances. And my aim in this series is to bring you encouragement. Regardless of what is going on in your life, I'm praying that you will not find yourself in that situation that Jupes wife found herself where she felt Causing God and that is better than go through whatsoever she and her husband were going through. Um, The Christian race is not a bed of roses like I usually say. We are called to battle. Part of what we received as believers, honestly, is suffering. It is part of the package. And I'm praying that as we suffer on this side of eternity, our suffering will be a means to glorify God. Our suffering will be a means to adorn the gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ. If at any point you missed any of this series or you would like to go through our previous podcast series, do go to our website, uk, and on our homepage, you should be able to find recent podcast which will be this podcast and if you need to contact us do contact us on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five amen so on this particular series cause god and die today i want us to look at pressed on every side like i said earlier a lot of women are going through and to be honest with you, from generation past, women have been going through, and women will continue to go through. And the honest truth is that both male and female are going through a lot of difficulties and challenges. And both the believer and the unbeliever will be going through hard time in life. But what if for a Christian woman is the fact that she has Jesus in her life? So let us read 2 Corinthians chapter four, verse eight to twelve, and it says. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. I'm reading from the NIV. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always been given over to death for Jesus' sake so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So then, death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. So, we are seeing Brother Paul speaking here, and I believe he's speaking to you and I, because the Corinthian church that he wrote to them, they were all dead and gone. So, it's you and I. So, the Bible says we are hard-pressed, The King James would have said, we are troubled on every side. We are hard pressed on every side. The Living Bible says, we are pressed on every side by troubles. Women are pressed on every side by troubles. Sometimes it's financial difficulty. Sometimes it's a matter of homelessness. Sometimes it is the trouble of joblessness. Sometimes it is a difficult husband, sometimes it is trouble with your children, sometimes it is with your health. All sorts of challenges and difficulties are facing women all over the world. And this does not exclude a Christian woman. So you may be pressed on every side. But Paul says, but not crushed. We are not distressed. We are not crushed and broken. We are not denying the fact that we are going through difficulty and challenges, but we are not allowing these challenges to destroy us. We are not allowing these challenges to crush us, to bring us into depression. It says we are not in despair. We are persecuted indeed, but we are not forsaken. I am seeing God helping us to see what our mindset should be even in the midst of our being pressed hard, I don't know whatsoever life is throwing at you. But I want you to know that, yes, you can go through difficult situation, difficult circumstance, and yet not broken, and yet not crushed. Now, if you look at the verse 10, it says, we always carry around in our body the death of Jesus. You see, this is the reason why we can go through tough time, difficult time and we won't be depressed and we won't be perplexed and we won't be crushed, we won't be broken. This is it. This is what differentiates the believer from the unbeliever. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus. That means even though I am hard pressed I am not going to settle down and begin to focus my mind on the issue and the difficulty that is facing me. No. No. That means I am going to focus my heart upon the once and for all sacrifice that Jesus made for me on the cross. I'm going to remind myself that, look, Deborah, when Jesus died on the cross, you also died with Him. So look at your situation in the light of the cross. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus. I always revel, I always rejoice in the fact that Jesus the only son of God died for me and in his death was my death also so i will rather revel i will rather rejoice i will rather focus my heart i will rather remind myself of this special duty that Christ offered me always bearing about in my body the dying of the lord jesus why so that the life of jesus may be revealed also in my body so while i'm going through the difficulty the challenges the situations that are facing me and i'm remembering myself that look you died with jesus then there is a work god does in my heart that helps my heart not to be overwhelmed with what is happening and through that, people are able to see what it means to go through difficulty, to go through a challenging time, and still standing. The life of Jesus is able to radiate through my life to many others. So, my beloved, what is it that life is training at you? Where are you in your life journey? Are you pressed hard? Are you troubled on every side? Are you pressed with trouble on every side? Jesus says, cast your mind back, even to my death for you on the cross. You know, I'm remembering a song that says, And oft when I'm tempted to turn from the track, I think of my Jesus, my mind wandered back To the place where they laid him on Calvary Street. I hear my Savior saying, I suffered for you. So, you know, songs like that remind me of the suffering of Christ on my behalf. And my suffering is nothing even compared to the suffering of Jesus. So, always bearing in your mind the dying, the sacrifice of Jesus for you. Always reminding yourself of this in the midst of your being pressed, In the midst of your being Um, surrounded by diverse trouble. When you allow this to happen, you will be surprised at what your life will be ministering to people, will be grace. Verse 11 says, We which are alive are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. So you see, while we are here on earth, we will have troubles. Situation will come. Difficult, challenging situation will arise. While we are here, we are delivered always Unto death, for Jesus sake. Why? So that the life of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal body. So, while death is working in us, our lifestyle, the way we are handling our situation, is bringing life to others. I want to encourage you, whatever life is trained at you in this season of your life, no matter how outpressed how pressed you are on every side, I want you to reflect back on the sacrificial love of Christ for you in his death on Calvary Street. And take up that death, reminding yourself that whatsoever you are going through now is nothing compared to what Jesus went through. And remind yourself of the love of Christ in sacrificing himself for you on Calvary Street. And let that love radiate your heart in the midst of the difficulty of the challenges That are facing you, so that even unknowingly, your life is bringing forth life. Your life is spreading the gospel without speaking, but just through the way you are handling and comporting yourself in the midst of your being pressed on every side. May you be amongst women who, though they are pressed on every side, yet their life is preaching the gospel. They are not the kind of women who are saying, This is too much, I better cause God. And die. Amen. Father God, we are so grateful. Thank you for every woman that is going through this particular series. You know what their life situation is, and I'm praying that you will, through this particular series, minister to their. welcome you back to the Women in Revival podcast. Jesus Christ with So we fix our mind, we fix our heart on eternity, on Christ and Him crucified. The living Bible says these troubles are soft and sufferings of ours are after all quite small and won't last very long. For me, that is a dose of encouragement. That whatsoever is happening in my life present. This short time of distress, this challenge that you are having in your marriage with your child, at you work with your health, the Bible says it will result in God's richest blessing upon you, upon us forever and ever. This is the purpose of our suffering. Therefore, verse the 18 says, We do not look at what we can see right now, the troubles all around us, but we look forward to the joys in. Shop with see. Father God, we praise your name, Lord Jesus. Thank you for this series. And many who are identifying even with this series, I'm praying that your Holy Spirit will overwhelm all our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. So I want to welcome you back to Women in Revival. Thank you for joining me. I hope and pray that this series will be a blessing to you. We are considering Course God and die and i'm praying for as many of you are going through a difficult time presently that you will find the so-called the comfort of god even in the midst of your situation we've looked at pressed on every side and yesterday we looked at the purpose of your person if you've missed any episode in this particular series or in this particular season do go back to our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk if you go on our homepage, you can scroll down and you will find our recent podcast. Or if you just get on our website on the menu, you will find WIR podcast. So click on podcast by series and you will find this particular season of podcasts and you will find the episode that you might have missed. And if you need to contact us, go on our contact us page on our website or send us a message on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five so today we want to look at the soul overwhelmed the soul overwhelmed and i want us to quickly look at the story of job since this series is taken from job looking at the life of job's wife who said cause god and die i want us to quickly go and just touch on one or two things in in job chapter two then we come up from there so I'm reading Job chapter 2, um, I will take it from verse 1, I might be jumping, and please permit me to read it from the Living Bible. It is Now the angels came again to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan was with them. Where have you come from, the Lord asked Satan, from earth, where I've been watching everything that's going on, Satan replied, When? Have you noticed my servant Job? The Lord asked. He is the finest man in all the earth, a good man who fears God and turns away from all evil. And he has kept his faith in me, despite the fact that you persuaded me to let you harm him without any cause. Skin for skin, Satan replied. A man will give everything, anything to save his life. Touch his body with sickness and he will curse you to your face. Do with him as you please, the Lord replied. Only spare his life. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and struck Job with a terrible case of poise from head to foot. Then Job took a broken piece of pottery to scrape himself and sat among the ashes. Verse 9. His wife said to him, Are you still trying to be godly when God has done all this to you? Cause him. So this is a little bit of the story of Job. If you go back to chapter one, we we'll see how it started. So Job has been through a lot. He has lost his children, his livelihood, his properties, just to name his livestock, just name anything. And now he's battling sickness. His health was under attack. And we saw that there was a conversation between God and Satan concerning Job. God was being proud of Job. And sometimes we don't know that when we are going through tribulations and difficulty, there is a communication going on in heaven on our behalf. God is saying even to the host in heaven that, have you behold Sheila, how she's handling this situation? You know, I'm reminded of um, Stephen, whom Jesus stood up for. So if only we have eternal perspective of our situation, I guess we go through it triumphantly so here we now see job's wife in verse 9 saying to her husband that look you mean you are still trying to be godly when god has done all this evil to you and can i say to us if we are looking at our life situation as god fighting us and sometimes unfortunate that even believers brethren when we are going through challenges sometimes brethren just conclude that it's because of something you've done god is punishing you for it God is doing this, God is God that is afflicting you So, so Such was the wife of Job She said to her husband, look It's God that has afflicted you And meanwhile it's not God, it is the devil Isn't it? God allowed it And She said, despite all this that God has Afflicted you with, you still want to live In righteousness, you still want the Gospel to be preached through your life You still want people to see godliness through your life You are joking You better cause God and die This is too much. This is overwhelming. Such is the speech of a woman overwhelmed with life situation, with life circumstances. I believe that at this junction, Job's wife was depressed. She was under severe depression. A woman who had lost her children. All she and her husband probably labored for. Gone. Just like that. Their livestock, their livelihood, their houses. Just name it. And here she is. Facing her husband in severe illness and she just looked around and said what is the essence of life it is better you commit suicide that was what she was saying indirectly cause God and die and unfortunately we are having women who are getting to that stage and these are Christian women who are committing suicide sometimes your life seems overwhelming the challenges that are facing you are quite overwhelming can I encourage you there is an end to every sorrow there is an end to every situation there is an end to every trouble you can find peace you can find joy in the midst of what life is throwing at you i that i'm speaking i'm not speaking out of what is not going on in my life also i've been through a lot i can tell you also as i'm speaking i am in a critical situation also but in the midst of it i have learned to see things through eternal perspective and it has kept my mind focused on Christ and Christ alone. It has helped me to set my mind on things above and not on things on the earth. So whatsoever life is throwing at you, don't allow it to overwhelm you. It might be helpful to find a godly woman to talk to. Somebody who can walk with you. Somebody who can pray with you. Somebody who can counsel you. Somebody who can journey with you Can bring you comfort and encouragement in this season of your life There is nothing that you are going through that God cannot handle And there is nothing you are going through that some people have not been through it before So therefore you can come out of this strong, actually stronger than what you were before Don't allow your situation to overwhelm your heart, don't allow your situation to take you to the point of taking a wrong step. So we see Job's wife saying to Job, Cause God and die. I'm praying that the Lord will help you to stand strong in the midst of what is happening in your life. And if I quickly go to Romans chapter 5, from verse 1 to 5, it says, Um, I'll read it again from the Living Bible. I love the Living Bible this time around. And it says, So now, since we have been made right in God's sight, by faith in His promises, we can have real peace with Him because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Are you saying, despite our situation, we can have real peace with Jesus. We can have real peace with God because of what Jesus did for us. Verse 2. But because of our faith, he has brought us into this place of highest privilege where we now stand. And we confidently and joyfully look forward to actually becoming all that God has had in mind for us to be. Beloved, there is something in God's mind for you. Don't be lost in your present situation. Lift up your head and see what the Lord is doing. And then it goes on. Verse 3. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials. For we know that they are good for us, are you saying? They help us learn to be patient. Another purpose of your being praised. It helps you to be patient. Maybe for you, you are in a season of menopause. Your body is transitioning. And the various difficulties and challenges that come with menopause is just driving you crazy. No. Actually, those hot flush, those night sweats, those burning sensations, they are opportunity for you to learn, to persevere, to be patient. So it goes on. First of all, and patient develops strength of character in us and help us trust God more each time we use it until finally our hope and faith are strong and steady, are you saying? Your patience will help you to develop character in the midst of what you are handling and Verse 5 Then when that happens We are able to hold our head high, No matter what happens And know that all is well For we know how dearly God loves us And we feel this warm love Everywhere within us Because God has given us the Holy Spirit To fill our heart With his love Don't neglect the person of the Holy Spirit In the midst of what Life is throwing at you and I'm going to close I guess I've said so much I've read so much I want to close with Psalm 34 verse 19 the King James says many are the afflictions of the righteous but the Lord delivereth him out of them all many are the afflictions of the righteous we are not denying that we have so much afflictions but the Bible says God deliver us from all of them the NIV says a righteous person may have many troubles but the Lord delivers him from them all and the living bible says the good man does not escape all troubles he has them too but listen to the good news but the Lord helps him in each and every one in each and every of your life troubles God wants to help you he wants to help you to be patient he wants to help you to be perseverance he wants to help you to be diligent He wants to help you to answer and respond in love. He wants to help you not to be anxious. He wants to help you to be still. He wants to help you to be still and know that He is God. God wants to help you. Don't allow the present situation to overwhelm your heart, to overwhelm your soul, to overwhelm your spirit. We saw a soul overwhelmed, the wife of Job, who said, curse God and die. We are having a high rate of suicide amongst women, amongst pastors' wives, amongst women in ministry. Why? Because we are allowing our souls to be overwhelmed with our situation. Like I have said earlier, find a godly Christian to be accountable to, someone you can pour out your heart to. Someone can hold you accountable, who can pray with you, who can share the scriptures with you. And I'm praying that may you come out of this challenge strong and actually stronger than before. Amen. Father, thank you so much for this series and the joy that it is bringing to many of our souls. Thank you for the comfort, the succor that we find in you. What a friend we have in Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you that we don't have to bear life difficulties all by ourselves. We have a friend that sticks closer than a brother and that is your Lord Jesus. I am praying that as we go through today's episode, your Holy Spirit will overwhelm all hearts to your glory and to your honor, in Jesus' name, Amen. So welcome back again to the Women in Revival podcast and particularly to this particular series, Cause God and Die. I'm praying that you will find this series a blessing even as we continue to go through this series on cause god and die so we have looked at pressed on every side the purpose of pressing which is to get oil to get juice to glorify god and last time we're looking at the soul overwhelmed we saw the wife of Job who said to her husband don't continue to be righteous just cause god just commit suicide and die and we said that is not the plan of god even for your life and for my life we can go through difficult situations and come out as strong as good so today we are looking at holding on when under pressing or when under pressure when you are under pressure there is the need to continue to hold on so let's read matthew 7 verse 24 to 25 matthew chapter 7 verses 24 and 25 and it says therefore whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Now if you read this Matthew from the previous verse, you will see that Jesus was comparing two um, houses. The house of the wise builder and the house of the foolish builder. One thing that is common between these two, these two building or these two builders, is the fact that they both experience flood. They both experience rain. They both experience difficulty. So, both the believer and the unbeliever will experience challenges and difficult times in life. Christian women are. Facing challenges with their children in their marriage, in their family, just name it. So also are people who are not Christian. But there's something that I want us to take here as we consider holding on when we are under pressure, when we are going through difficult season of life. Jesus says, Whoever hears the saying and who and does them says it will liken the person to a man who built his house upon a rock for you to be able to hold on when under pressure there is the need to build your life upon the rock every other earthly solution may i say to you they are sand they are sinking sand Counsel from friends as good as they may be they are but sinking sand you need to build your life on christ jesus Your devotional life needs to be deeper at this time. Even when it looks as if your reading of the Bible is not making sense. Even when it looks as if your mind is not definitely, is not so much in it, You need to continue. The need to build your life upon Christ the rock. There is the need for you. Listen to messages that reflect your season of life. Maybe for you it is financial difficulty. Listen to the story of godly women read biographies of godly women who had financial difficulty, women like Susanna Wesley, and see how they still maintain godliness in the midst of their life situations. So, your life needs to be built upon the rock. There are so many garbages out there nowadays. You don't want to fill your mind, fill your heart, fill your life with garbage, but you want to allow your life, your heart, to be built on Christ the rock and not only spending time in the world in prayer listening to messages the need to now apply your heart to do what the Bible says this is what will help you maybe you read a scripture that says rejoice in the Lord and again I say rejoice you may say to yourself why should I rejoice in the midst of this da 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 but the Bible says rejoice so tell the Lord Lord I don't feel like rejoicing this is what is going on but because your word command me to rejoice give me the grace to rejoice Holy Spirit help me to rejoice and before you know it your heart will be filled with rejoicing so in order to hold on when your life is under pressure there is a need to build your life upon Christ the rock there is a need to feed your mind With things that are lovely, things that are godly, things that are of good report, things that are praiseworthy. There is the need to feed yourself with messages that will get you deeper and deeper in Christ. There is the need to make, to have godly community. There is the need to have godly friends surrounding you. There is a need to be part of a local church, to be planted in a local church where the truth of the Word of God is being preached. There is the need for you to be grounded in a daily communion with God no matter how short it might be it is very very important if you are going to hold on to the end when your life is undergoing difficulty one thing that I usually do when I'm going through tough times is this I might leave my usual studying of the word for a while and then diversify to look at the scripture maybe people group, a particular person in the Bible who went through similar situation like mine. So I will look at that and just help my mind to be helped. I tell you recently, myself and my entire household, we became homeless. Not that we don't have the money to get ourselves the right house, but I have a disabled husband whom as a result of his disability, getting a house that will meet our need is quite difficult on the property market in the private man, private housing so anyway it's been difficult it's been challenging it's been a tough time if I'll be honest the one thing that also helped me was the need to look at homelessness in the bible I saw my Lord Jesus saying foxes have holes <laughs> but here he is a son of man having nowhere to lay his head wow that is a revelation for me So looking through the Bible, looking at various people who may have been through what I have been through in life gives me courage, gives me encouragement. So holding on under pressure, holding on under pressure, holding on under difficult situation, we need you to be rooted to be grounded to our Biblical perspective of your life situation. That is how we can be pressed on every side, yet not crushed what we are going through is what unbelievers are going through but if we are christian women that are deep in our faith that are deep in our lives in the word of god that are surrounding ourselves with godly friends that is that are in a local church that are having constant communion with god then rain may beat upon our lives difficulty may fall upon us but our lives will stand our christian faith may be shaking we will stand strong and I'm going to close today's episode by reading from Romans chapter 8 verse 35 to 39 and it says from the King James who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword as it is written For thy sake we are killed all the day long, we are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth. Nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And I'm praying that this will be your testimony. Do you want to copy out these verses and memorize them and speak them to your heart on a daily basis, despite what is happening in your life? Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this series and how you've spoken to us. Thank you for the encouragement. Thank you for the courage that you've given even unto my sisters. I am praying that as we round up today, you will refresh their heart, you will stabilize their heart on you, on you alone. That they will learn to look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Help us to be women who are enduring, who are holding on to you, who are grounding and grounding ourselves, even in you and in your love. Thank you, Father. Amen. I want to welcome you back to this series of Women in Revival podcast. I trust that you find it a blessing. Do feel free to share with your loved ones. Do you have a friend, a sister in your child that is going through a difficult time? Why not share this series with her? Why not invite her to have a discussion together as you will go through this. This is a way that you can find yourself holding on despite the difficulty that life is throwing at you. If you have missed any episode in this particular season of podcast, go back to our website uk. Go on our WIR podcast and there you will find podcast by series or just on our own page scroll down and you will find our recent podcast and if you need to contact us go on our contact us page and we'll be delighted to respond back today as we finish this series cause god and die we want to look at cause god and die this was the word job's wife gave her husband this was her counsel to her husband in the time of tribulation and i am quickly going to read that scripture you've read it before during this episode series job chapter 2 verse 9 and i'm going to read from three translations first from the king james and it says then said his wife unto him now this is job and job's wife does thou still retain thy integrity cause god and die Job chapter 2 verse 9 from the NIV His wife said to him Are you still maintaining your integrity? Cause God and die The living bible says His wife said to him Are you still trying to be godly When God has done all this to you? Cause him and die And sometimes when we as Christian women When we are going through difficulties When we are going through difficulties and challenges These are some of the voices we hear Isn't it? Sometimes our situation looks so bad that what we could only see is death. It's as if nothing is going to come out of this. Yet as he said that there is light at the end of the tunnel. So we see the wife of Job saying to Job that Look, this is too much for you to bear. God is so wicked. See all God has done to you. You can't continue to be a believer despite all these that have happened to you. Come on just cause God and die commit suicide it's there it's not worth living anymore and maybe you are in that situation where your mind the enemy has polluted your mind the enemy is sorry all sorts of thoughts reminding you of all you've been through in life telling you this and telling you that the enemy might be making you miserable telling you look quit quit believing God Stop being a Christian give up on God just go and get some medication and just swallow them and die that is not a counsel from God Jesus says the thief cometh not but to steal to kill and to destroy if you are not guarding your heart the enemy will steal your heart and it will steal the show. as a result of your life situation but Jesus said in that same John 10 10 he says I come that they might have life and have life abundantly. That is the plan of God for you, despite what is happening in your life. Don't fit yourself into the situation of Mrs. Jo, whereby she saw no way out and she felt, look, suicide is the best option. That is not God's option for you. Don't give up on God and don't give up on life and don't give up on yourself. There is hope for us. The script There is a scripture in Job chapter 14, I believe, think 14 verse 7 or 7 verse 14, I'm not very sure, that tells us that there is hope for a tree that is caught, that at the saint of water it shall sprout again. There is hope. In the midst of what looks hopeless, in your marriage, in your children, regarding your finance, regarding your family, regarding your siblings, regarding your workplace, there is hope. The book of 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 4 says No man that warret entangleth himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who have chosen him to be a soldier. God has chosen us to be a soldier, to to be part of his battalion. And the Bible says as Christ's soldier, we must not let ourselves become tied up in worldly affairs. Job's wife became tied up with godly affairs that she could only see with worldly view, not with godly view. And the Bible says for then you cannot satisfy the one who has enlisted you in his army. God has enlisted us in his army. And we must trust the one who has enlisted us. We can't afford our lives to be entangled with civilian affairs whereby we become miserable in the midst of what is happening in our lives. And Jesus in John chapter 16 verse 33 says these things I have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace are you saying in the world you will have you shall have tribulation but be of good cheer; I have overcome the world this is the Lord Jesus he says take heart I have overcome the world I am not denying the fact that in this world you will have trouble I am not denying the fact that here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows. But cheer up. Beloved, cheer up. For Jesus says He has overcome the world. Not that He will overcome the world. He has overcome. And He is walking us through His triumphant journey into the victory already He has already won on our behalf. I'm going to close this entire podcast series by reading from Matthew chapter 28 verse 20. I only need the last few sentences, but I'm going to read the whole of verse 20. And it says, teaching them to observe all things, whatsoever I have commanded you. And this is the bit that we want now. And lo, I am with you, even unto the end of the world. Jesus says, I am with you, even unto the end of the world. Regardless of what is happening in your life, you need to know, that the lord jesus is with you and that is what you must cultivate cultivate his presence cultivate the art of being in his presence the art of communion communing with him cultivate that jesus says i am with you always even unto to the end of the world feel free to give us a call on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five or go to our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk if you have something you want to share maybe you need counsel maybe you need comfort maybe you need encouragement maybe you need communion maybe you need fellowship feel free to contact us and we will respond I am praying that you would know that despite what is happening in your marriage with your children with your health with your finance Jesus says behold look I am with you even to the end.